Hey, podcast listener, are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. I'm not saying that it's necessary to provide 100% you know, remote flexibility, but providing a hybrid environment, that's what we're seeing right now is making a difference. Welcome to the Business Strategy for CPAs podcast, where I help you work less and make more. My name is Geraldine Carter. Finding good staff to work for you is always a challenge, but it has gotten even harder in COVID times. Demand for accountants is high and seats are hard to fill. Here today to talk with me about hiring and staffing challenges is my guest, Mark Goldman. Mark is the owner of MGR Accounting Recruiters, which helps employers hire accounting personnel in San Antonio, Texas. There's no one better positioned to talk with us about what is going on in the hiring marketplace and how to navigate the current environment. Mark Goldman, welcome to the Business Strategy for CPAs podcast. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I, I am, I'm really seriously honored and humbled to be here. Thanks for the invite. Good. Well, I'm glad to talk with you about this because it is the hot topic du jour and it's likely to create some real challenges with real impact in the next tax season. So if we can get ahead of it and understand what CPAs are facing, uh, it may help them smooth out that curve. So to start, tell us what's going on in general with hiring right now for CPA firms. What are you seeing? What are the factors that are driving the accountant shortfall? I was thinking about this. I figured, obviously, that this would come up. I hate to, this, this makes me sound older than I actually am, but this, this really is um, the, the tightest market for hiring that, that I've ever seen in my career. And, and I've been doing this over 20 years, probably, probably about 25, actually. So it, it truly is the, the tightest market. And I've been through some recessions and recoveries. This absolutely is the tightest market that I've ever seen. Uh, I'm, I own a recruiting firm and, you know, high demand and a little lower supply is generally good for us. But honestly, I would like the supply to be a little healthier at this point. It, it would make life easier. Yeah, I bet it would. It's when things get locked up, it's hard for you to place people. So why is this happening? Why the shortfall? Uh, well, I think, you know, it's a, it's a combination of factors, just like everything, right? For, for a long time in accounting, we've had uh, an issue with the demographics not being in our favor. And, and frankly, that's affecting other industries too, or other fields. It's not just us. We, we just, you know, tend to, to notice it more in our field. So the demographics not working in our favor. For a while, we've had an issue with getting individuals through the CPA certification and licensing. 
Uh, that's been going on in the market for a long time. And then just then COVID hit, right? <laughs> the, 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 the icing on the cake. Uh, in addition to all that, then you have, you have a situation where individuals got a little worried maybe about changing jobs initially as COVID started. And then at the same time, I, I joked on another podcast that demand was weak in 2020 for accountants for about 10 minutes. And then, then it all turned around. It was a little longer than that. There was a short time where, where organizations were careful, but, but very quickly the uh, demand picked up again. People maybe were a little worried about moving. And so then that caused even a tighter market. And, and now many people have made moves, which there again makes the, the situation difficult because if someone's changed jobs in the last three months or six months or even a year, Frequently, they're not going to be you know, open to another opportunity, no matter how often <laughs> you, you check with them. So, so really, it's a combination of many factors. And you can't open a newspaper without reading about the great resignation. How is that impacting the accounting space when it comes to hiring? Yes, we are, we are seeing people opting out you know, that, because they can. You know, because they can, um, either they've decided to to change their lifestyle, perhaps, you know, and, and maybe they're going to live off a little less. I've also seen retirements, people deciding that, you know what, now it is a good time to go ahead and get out. The stock market has been healthy, you know, even given the, the COVID situation. So that's allowed people to to retire on time or in, in, in many cases sooner than uh, they were thinking. Uh, or even to consider it sooner, just because the, the work environment has been a little challenging as well over the last two years. I think it's opening up opportunities, you know, for any individuals that are in accounting firms or thinking about going into public accounting, you know, and they're still in that point in life where they're building their career on up. I mean, this, this is going to, you know, cause a vacuum effect there again. So it, it, it's giving us opportunities from the employee standpoint, but it's, it's tough on the employers. Yeah, for sure. From the employee standpoint, it's a seller's market. So what it, problems is this causing for firms right now? How should they be looking at their hiring strategy? You know, I used to tell firms that the, the smart ones started early in the year. And what I meant by that is we would get calls in late March, early April for hiring right after the tax season. You know, and if you go back enough years, there was a time when no hiring happened in April or May. People waited till they got closer to, to the next busy season. Um, but for the last few years, I've, I've told many firms that, you know, start early. Well, I have to even back that up now. I, I think the smart firms, and, and I know, you know, this isn't a new thought, but the smart firms are uh, always in hiring mode. Now, you know, there's better ways and worse ways to do that, but always being in hiring mode and always being open to talking to candidates uh, generally is, is, is the best way to combat some of the situation that's going on in the market right now. So what do you do if you're not always in hiring mode? Because despite uh, that they might in theoretically think, yes, that is a great idea. In reality, they've just gotten washed over by an 18-month tax season, and they're still digging out through their moving boxes backlog of IRS letters, even though it's past the October 15th deadline. So in real reality, they haven't made time to be in hiring mode. So then what? Well, I, I think they need to get in hiring mode, number one. And, um, <laughs> yeah. and number two, if, if you're not in hiring mode as an accounting firm owner or partner, 
I think the question to ask yourself is why not? Because I, I think it's either one of two reasons. Either, either number one, you for some reason don't think you're going to have a need out in the future. Maybe you, you feel you know the economy won't support that. I, I would I would probably disagree <laughs> there. Or number two, you're not thinking long enough term. And there again, it's it's not necessarily who you need next month, but it's who you're going to need next year and the following year and the following year and maybe to succeed you, you know, so on and so forth. So I, I think I think getting in hiring mode, you know, putting an occasional advertisement uh, out there or uh, making friends with, with a headhunter or two <laughs> and at least being on their radar with, when good talent shows up is a good idea. Right. So that when you're in need, you've got a pool already somewhat primed to talk to, choose from. You're not starting from behind the eight ball. Yes, exactly. I want to go back for just a second to the marketplace and people who are making different lifestyle changes. And in particular, talk about the accounting profession historically has been kind of, it's the norm to work like mad. I was just reading an article last night on Gen Zers, and it was like, no, I think I'm going to work four hours a day. And if I'm done with my work, then I'm done. I'm not going to hang out in the office until five if there's no if there's nothing for me to do. And the sort of changing norms, if you will, and expectations around the amount of hours to work. So I'm wondering what you see as the older generation kind of heads into the sunset and the younger, but still has their expectations about how much an accountant in air quotes should work compared to the younger generation who has a very different view on how much they're going to work. I, I, I do see that firms that are led by, I don't know how to, how to define this, but let's just say younger individuals, younger managing partners, younger partners, uh, maybe younger sole proprietors, they do tend to be a little more Mm, work-life balance friendly. I'm trying to trying to figure out the right way to term it, and it it not that firms that aren't that are led by individuals maybe closer to retirement, 100% aren't, but it's just a, a, a more majority would be in that area. I I do think that the answer to getting the talent you need is you'll be realistic about the work week. Um, some of the in in my local area. Uh, some of the firms that have the least trouble hiring, and it's I say least trouble because it's always a job <laughs> to hire, but the the least trouble hiring are the ones that that realize that you can only work you know so many hours in a week, and that the there's flexibility that's needed. So let me pick that thread up. The firms who are most successful in their hiring and who say hire the best quality hires, get the best staff with the least turnover, have the smoothest experience, what are some of the things that those firms know how to do well that the rest could learn from? There again, I, I hate to use cliches, but it's it's knowing their culture and, and understanding their culture and understanding what works well for them. Because frankly, you can have an employee that is a tremendously good fit at one firm and that individual will walk into another firm and they're still doing the same tax returns or the same audits or, or what have you, the same consulting. And they're a horrible fit just because of, of culture expectations and, and the personality fit, so to speak. So I, th I think the firms that are, are most successful understand you know, what it takes to be successful in their culture, what, what types of individuals, if you will, are going to be successful in their culture. And then they hire towards that. Now, you still have to pay competitively, and in today's market, you still have to provide flexibility. Uh, otherwise, 
if you don't, you're going to have much more difficulty. But the firms that do provide some flexibility, you know, have much less difficulty in hiring. Uh, the firms that do provide flexibility, I think you mean, and tell me if I'm off, uh, flexibility of hours, willing to work with, let's just say, for example, either uh, young parents who might have, you know, kiddo drop off and pick up, or if you're working with, if you've got aging parents that you're caring for, flexibility around those kinds of things or something else. You know, actually, thank you for, for asking for that clarification, because that's what I meant in 2019. But really, uh, what I mean is, is all that, you know, plus the proverbial bag of chips, um, flexibility to work from home. Oh. Yes. So I'm not saying that it's necessary to provide 100 percent, you know, remote flexibility, but providing a hybrid environment. That's what we're seeing right now is making a difference for the firms that just offer no option other than you know coming to the office five days a week, uh, they are having much more difficulty. And when I, when I say a hybrid work environment, I don't mean that you're welcome to work at any point that you like from home between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. at night. <laughs> I mean I mean during the day because that's existed for a while, which which is intriguing actually. But for the firms that a recent conversation I had with the firm owner is as he said, you know, I, I let my people work from where they want to work. And as long as the work is getting done, I'm okay with that. So uh, the firms that provide that kind of flexibility have the easiest time these days. Given the demand, what are you seeing when it comes to salaries as it pertains to offers? You know, it used to be that if it, the more flexibility you provided, then it, it was possible maybe to pay a little less than the market because you know, an individual would appreciate that as a part of the package. In today's market, there are enough firms out there that are going to provide that flexibility and pay a competitive wage. So, you know, these days, unfortunately, I guess, from an employer standpoint, you still have to pay the prevailing market wage in order to get the talent. And then the flexibility needs to be on top of that. There, there are still individuals that, that come available in the market that don't expect that flexibility, you know, haven't had it before, and, and for you know, some unusual reason don't require it. Uh, but those, those are rare, you know, far and few in between. Sure. Um, really, you, you still, you know, you have to pay a competitive wage regardless. It's, it's hard to talk exact numbers, honestly, because it really, you know, depends on the area of the country. <laughs> <laughs> that you're in. Although it'll be intriguing. I'm not going to go into making a prediction in this, but I am seeing more and more firms that have been designed to be 100% remote reaching out to us you know, in South Texas to, to hire and, and they're located in other states. I, I'm curious if this continues, if there will be some leveling off perhaps of salaries you know, across the U.S. and in in the accounting profession, but it's way, way too, way too far in advance to, to predict that. One more question here on flexibility. If you're an office of one, it's a painful jump to add one full-time staff because you're either taking a big financial hit or you're making yourself miserably overworked until the very last moment. How hard is it to find part-time 10 to 25 hours a week? What are you seeing? You know, actually, um, it's not it's not as challenging as you may think because there again that goes into the the family flexibility rather and then the work from home works into that as well there there are a lot of individuals that that like to have the 
you know, flexibility around their family. Now, if you can add in doing that work from home as well, that just that's the icing on the cake. It's really just a matter of, of talking to enough people and, and you will find the help you need. But I would say actually in, in today's market, I see more and more individuals doing that kind of part-time, you know, part-time schedule than we used to. Now, the demand is still very high because there again, if you, you know, if you can't get the full-time help you need, <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to settle for the part-time help that you can get. So, you know, pretty much every part-time accountant and, and part-time bookkeeper I know stays as busy as they want to, but there are a larger number of those individuals out there that are doing that kind of work now. I want to stay on the uh, remote piece for a little bit because you dropped something in there. You know, you're local, you work in your local, your region. Tell us more about what you're seeing in the way of remote, both in terms of the accounting firm being more willing to go, let's just say, across state lines, maybe even, you know, across country, different time zones. And what are you seeing on the employee side, the potential employee side in terms of willingness to work for firms that are far, far away? We're seeing a willingness amongst some candidates to do that. Me personally, I, I'm curious to see how that works long term because, you know, there again, I'm not just a recruiter. I'm an employer myself as well because I, I own my company. And so, so I, I am curious to see how this is going to flush out over time because I, I can't imagine that that the majority of accounting firms are going to have employees spread out all across the United States, you know, the majority of the, the small firms, you know, 20 people and, you know, that kind of 50 people, that kind of thing. I, I do think there's a big benefit to having your team at least, you know, somewhere in the local area from a cultural standpoint, ability to get together. Um, some of the firms that, that uh, I've interacted with that do have remote teams that are that are pretty spread out. I mean, they, they spend some money to bring them in once or twice a year, you know, for, for team retreats and, and that kind of thing. And and obviously from the employer perspective, that can get that can get expensive. So um, I am curious to see how that shakes out long term. If if we'll see more remote flexibility, but still a preference for someone to be, you know, within driving distance of wherever the, the headquarters is, so to speak. So last question here, what's the timeline for finding somebody and getting them onboarded? Is it longer than usual, faster than usual? What are you seeing? How far out should people anticipate, plan ahead for what it might take to get somebody actually in their office and set up at a desk? Sure. I, yeah, I'm glad you asked that because actually that that's something we've had to address internally um, because you know, we're a recruiting firm, so we have a process for filling positions. And and frankly, you know, if you look across enough projects that we've done, we can estimate timeframes, you know, for how long it'll take us to fill a role. I I have come to the conclusion or 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 seen it here in you know in 2021 at least, it's taking twice as long, literally twice as long oh. to to fill a position. It is a, a difficult market because you have you have not just the the challenge of finding people, then it's finding the right people, and then they have other opportunities they may be looking at as well, and so managing through that. So I if if I were an accounting firm, you know, I talked about getting started early or, or always been in hiring mode. Uh, you, you need to plan seriously for about twice as long um, because unfortunately, you know, for, from an employer standpoint, that the market is just that healthy. 
Uh, so yes, yeah, not just to find the people, but so many firms are short-staffed. Well, then the staff at those firms ends up working a little more. So then sometimes scheduling interviews becomes an issue as well because you know they, them needing to to be available, you know, to to be able to talk. So that lengthens out the hiring process. So there's there's a number of factors. I not every job takes twice as long, but I, you know, I'm an accountant at heart still as well. I, I believe in being conservative. And, and if I were in that position, I plan twice as long just to make darn sure that I got, you know, the job filled on time. Gotcha. And since you're an accountant and we love numbers around here, what, I mean, if you've never hired somebody before and you have no idea how long it actually takes, how long is, how long does it take to hire typically? So how long is twice as long just to give people a sense of what we're looking at? You know, that it's hard for me to answer from the employer standpoint because the the stats I look at basically are our internal stats. So we're a recruiting firm and it's a little different because when I talk about being always in hiring mode, we literally are always in hiring mode. <laughs> you know, every every person we talk to could, you know, potentially be a candidate. We're always looking. I have found that with employers generally once they start the interview process to when they're making an offer that gets accepted you're usually looking at at about a month you know some employers are a little more efficient about the interview process and and obviously some you know delay it a little bit but but over 80% of the processes we manage generally it's a month okay that was prior to all this happening so you know you have to you have to count on some interview delays. You have to count on, um, you shouldn't count on, excuse me. You have to understand there's a possibility of the individual having other options, you know, that causes you to have to restart if you're not managing that well. So, so yeah, it used, used to take about a month. I, w- I would plan extra time now. Okay, so used to take about a month, now anticipate maybe two months. Yes, and, and you know what? I, I'm talking accounting in general. For public accounting... The, the real question mark, that's the hiring process. The real question mark is how long it takes you to find individuals that you want to interview in the first place. So that that's the real question mark. For some firms, there again, if you're handling the attraction of candidates well, you know, that may only be a week. For some firms, depending on the attractiveness of the opportunity, that, that could be two or three months. You know, it, it just in today's market, it really it depends a whole lot on the, the characteristics of the opportunity. OK, Mark, this has been so great. If there are people in San Antonio, South Texas area and they want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to find you? Oh, sure. No problem. And, and actually, anyone is, is welcome to reach out to me. We only handle really searches in this general area, but anyone's happy to reach out. I'm always happy to talk for a little while. The best way to find me is on LinkedIn. If you just look under Mark Goldman CPA, I'll pop right up. Uh, if you'd like to email me directly, that's my first initial and last name, mgoldman at mgrar.com. But so you don't have to remember that LinkedIn's probably the easiest. Great. And we'll put both those in the show notes so that people can find them. Wonderful. Mark, it's been such a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for coming on the Business Strategy for CPAs podcast. Thank you very much. I appreciate being on. Are you still digging out from tax season, even though deadlines have passed? Are you looking down the barrel of the next tax season, wondering how you're going to make it all work? If you desperately want to be somewhere different six months from now, but you feel overwhelmed by change, 
head over to shethinksbigcoaching.com to check out the results that clients get from working together. Then take the next small step and subscribe to my Daily Drip newsletter. You'll get one easily digestible tip a day on how to position your business, how to price services, and how to sell outcomes so that you can be more profitable, get your time back, and get off the tax hamster wheel for once and for all. That URL again is shethinksbigcoaching.com. All right, that's it from me. Have a great week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.